0: Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Father, we thank you for your word. Let it fall on good ground in the name of Jesus. Everybody say amen. Okay, so for the visitors here all year, we've been talking about as we go, as we go. That's the theme of our year. Uh, the ten men that were lepers uh, cried out to Jesus have mercy on us he said go show yourselves to the priest as they went they were healed so some healing does not happen until you begin to move certain clo- certain wholeness does not begin you don't, you don't initiate closure until you move yeah so let him praise some of y'all should be praising too look at your neighbor and say bust a move bust a move some healing won't happen until you move. If you're still hurt from the relationship, why are you still in it? We're expecting healing to come to us. Sometimes healing comes as you go. That's good right there. That's not even my point, but I like that. We stay in tumultuous and, 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 you know, dysfunctional situations, wondering why we're not whole. God says, your healing, you're, you're, your breakthrough is not coming there. But as you go, you will be healed and I'll perfect those things that concern you. Somebody scream, as we go. As we go. And that, that takes the pressure off of you of having to know everything right now. I, people, where are you going to be in 20 years? I, I don't know where I'm going to be in 20 years and I don't feel bad about that. I don't mean I don't have vision, but as I go, he'll illuminate my next step. For the Bible says, the steps, are y'all with me, of a good man are what? Ordered by the Lord. Sometimes, when you have, when we go out to eat, it depends on the level of restaurant you go to. Depends on how many stars it got. One star restaurant is what? What's that? I don't know, but anyway, depends. <laughs> McDonald's. McDonald's. That's how you know you're old school. McDonald's. Depending on the restaurant you go to, they come and they take your order first for appetizers and drinks. What would you like to drink? I'll take a Cran thank you. I'll take a, you know, a, 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 yeah, a Shirley Temple. You know, I'll take that. whatever. And then they come back and say, what do you want for appetizer?" Oh, we'll have the, uh, the crab cakes and we'll have uh, 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 the Bouchettas brusch- the and we'll have the... <laughs> <laughs> then they bring that to you and then they come back. Are you ready for your main course? Yes, I would like the stuffed chicken. Uh... Uh, Marcella, uh, oh, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> then they feed you. Then they come back. Would you like dessert? Yes, I would like dessert. Thank you. I'll take the key lime pie. No, 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 scratch that. Uh, make that the uh, <laughs> the red velvet cake. I-, I-, I knew I'd find y'all somewhere. I knew it. I knew it. Do you see how many times you had to give the order? So as you go, new orders are released. I feel, if you can't hear God where you are, move. Because as you go, new orders, new revelation is released as you go. Man, this is so good. If you feel stagnant or stuck, no new ideas are coming, no creative, move. Sometimes geographical location does help, but in your heart, in your mind, how you think about things, change it, move, or stay and die. Four lepers—that was ten lepers in the New Testament. The Old Testament there was four lepers at the entering in of the gate, and they said, "Why well, sit we here until we die? If we go back home, there's a famine; we're gonna die. If we stay here, we're gonna die. Ain't no food here either. Let's go towards the enemy. Maybe we'll live." And they went, and then God caused the enemies to hear the noise, and they all left, and they got the food and all that stuff. But it happened as they went. If they would have went back to their old ways, they would have died. If they would have stayed how they were, they would have died. Life is in the forward. I might get a tattoo that say that in the name of Jesus. I'm sorry. For everybody streaming who don't believe in that, I love I do love Jesus. (laughs) So as you go, it's it's, it's a momentum you gain as you go. You ever heard of a a second win for a runner? You don't get a second win if you don't have the first one. (laughs) So there are many people who don't get to experience that next level of of, of living or next dimension of strength because they have never initiated the first level. So God is waiting to release next level stuff to you, but you haven't even started the level you're on now. Tell somebody else, bust a move. So we're talking about as we go all, all, all year, that's the kind of, that's the theme. As we go, he'll perfect those things. So don't judge yourself now. Don't be like, I ain't got it together. I should have. No, no, as I go, he'll add to me. Seek ye first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things you lack will be added unto you along the way. As you go, you'll get more peace, more joy, more provision, more wisdom. Don't don't be frustrated that you have lack of these things in the space you're in now. They are meant to be distributed to you as. I feel like stopping right there. That's a good point. That's that's, that's the whole year. We're going to be going back to that. We're going to be referencing that throughout the year, so I want you to know that. Today, of course, I'm introducing a new series to you, but we're coming off of—I'm glad y'all are excited. I hope I deliver it well. We just ended the Counterculture series. Right? So Counterculture was—thank it? you for that. I was waiting for them C's to get up there. Counterculture series was a series that kind of revealed to us the systems and practices that we engage ourselves in that's not necessarily Biblical. All right? Uh, 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 but we're, 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 we treat it as if it's a verse in the Bible. And because it's highly esteemed in our culture, we embrace it as godly. But it, it in turn puts pressure and stress on us because it was never meant to be adopted as a kingdom way. Things like this, and I always ruffle feathers with this. And this is the last of my introduction, and we're going to move on. Yes. What oh, a glare is getting you, my love? Is this good over here? Okay. I do see the glare on. Here. Yeah, I see it. That's weird. Where's that light coming from? Okay. <laughs> Counterculture. We we engage ourselves in things, and we we like we have to do it. Almost like it's God will, you know, it's godly. But then we're stressed. So I say stuff like. Birthdays. I love the silence, I love that. We feel like we have to do it and we have to do it big. And most people who embrace that culture is stressed. You ain't gotta clap, I like that little, oh my God. So. Cause my birthday is tomorrow, so why are you gonna say that today? <laughs> you don't plan your birthday week, still do your thing. Most people are stressed and they don't enjoy their birthday. You come in, your lashes all done, your eyes red, because you know, you got your little uh, tiara on, because it's it's the the Cinderella birthday, and you you set the whole moment up to post on IG and Facebook, but you were stressed the whole time. You were overwhelmed the whole time. You weren't happy until two days after. Because you got three gifts. And 50 people was there, so y'all not talking to me, but I know it's true. I know you're in the room, I know you're in the room, I know you're in the room. <laughs> but we adopt that as y'all, we have to do the per- Mother's Day. Yeah, I like that quiet, don't you talk about my mom. I'm not, I don't know your mom. But if we don't do something for Mother's Day, it's almost ungodly. Like we put these cultural practices next to godliness and holiness to our own soul suffering and demise. So God wanted to free us from the mindset of the have of the culture so we can be free and have authority over our lives to choose. I'll engage this birthday this year. We'll do Mother's Day this way, this year. You you, you dip in and out of culture because we're in the world, but not. So because I have, because I'm not of the world, I have different options. Y'all not. Are y'all with me if you're of the world then whatever the world do you got to do it you drink I drink you smoke, you smoke You sleep around I sleep around you lie I lie you cuss I cuss you do drugs I do drugs whatever we do we do That's being of the world Being in the world is observing all I just said From here and determining what you want to engage yourself into as, a form, as, a, as it pertains, especially to holidays and things like that. We talked about the blood being on the doorpost. This is just an introductory uh, sermon today. Okay. We talked about the blood being on the doorpost, and I love that. God was about to deliver, hallelujah, his people from Egypt. Because he heard their cry. And He got sick of their suffering Wednesday night. I'm, I'm trying to move Wednesday night. We talked about the turning point yeah. This is the second half of the this is the first Sunday in the second half of 2019 you have just entered into The turning point look at somebody say oh, never mind. i, I never mind. Never mind <laughs> Whoa, things are about to turn now on you but for you things are about to change not on you but for you God is about to turn some things in your favor never mind tell somebody it's the turning point it's the turning point point. and what you meant for evil God meant it for good he's gonna turn your mourning into dancing he's gonna turn your sorrow into joy he's gonna turn your tears Look at somebody say, it's my turning point. I cried the first half of the year. I'm laughing the second. I was broke the first half of the year. I'm prosperous the second. I was stressed the first part of the year. I got peace the second. Y'all still not with me? It's the turning point. people been testifying to me ever since I preached that about how God turned things and that was just Wednesday some people been waiting on a job or opportunity for five years and it opened Wednesday night when we spoke it I know you don't know the details but just enjoy the testimony why don't you my man I don't want to put your business out there he got a call Wednesday night. He couldn't be here because he just got signed to the league. So, he, Never mind. So he's playing football because he was waiting on a breakthrough. And it came at the turning point. God is about to turn. I'm about to scream all day. Never mind. We know the story of the Good Samaritan. He was robbed. He was beaten. And he was left half dead. Tell somebody there's another half. I know you have stress, but there's another half. Uh, Never mind. (laughs) God is coming to address the next half. God, who is the good Samaritan, is coming to address the next half of your year. And your latter shall be greater than the former. Get ready for greater. I just feel encouragement right here. I'm going to teach in a minute, but never mind. Let me get into it. That's what the was saying. He's like, get ready for greater. There's greater coming. You're at the turning point right now. A greater is coming. So they, so, they, so they put the blood on the doorposts because God was ready to turn their captivity. Be careful when God get ready to turn your situation. Because what could be deliverance to God can look like punishment to you. Ooh. When God is ready to deliver you, relationships don't taste the same. It's quiet. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. woo dear. When God is ready to turn some things, what you used to enjoy ain't that enjoyable anymore. God, why did you take the fun out of it? I didn't take the fun out of it. I put your joy somewhere else. If you can find the other place of your joy, you will be fulfilled. Stop crying over a space that I left. Find that joy. This ain't fun anymore. This God, is, God turned it. When God is ready to change something, he'll snatch you right out. Ready or not, here he comes. I want to declare that today. Ready or not, here he comes. He's been looking at you crying, and he's sick of you crying. He's been watching you stress, and he's sick of you stress. So he's going to remove you. We don't like isolation, but isolation is the safety zone. I feel like... I said, your isolation is your safety zone. So stop trying to fill your quiet place with noisy associations. Stop it. Stop trying to fill your quiet time with entertainment. Ty, I'm talking to Ty. I was studying for this sermon. You know, if you study on your phone, you gotta answer the text. No, you don't. Ty, I'm talking to me. I always have to fill my quiet place with noisy pleasures. So I never get what I need out of the conversation in the secret place. I'm filling my life with other voices because I hate being alone. You can never get to know God the way you should if you keep filling your ears with everybody else's voice. I'm not coming at you. I'm talking as you. You can never get the goal you're trying to reach by filling your mind and your ears with any and every other voice but His. And He speaks to us in a place I like to call what He called the secret place. Mm. Show her Jesus. The blood on the outside of the doorpost was a sign and a symbol. It's a sign on the outside that there's a believer on the inside. God wants to know what outward sign do we have to show everybody that there's a believer on the inside. You know, we, we, we like we like to always say it, y'all. But just hey, it's true. We like to pride ourselves, and God knows my heart. God. And that kind of alienates anyone who, who you feel is judging you, because you know the new word for accountability is judging, right? People are not allowed to keep you accountable anymore because it's judging. <laughs> oh, Quincy, I thought you said you was going to. Wow, now you, don't judge me on it. I'm not judging you. You said. a real friend will keep you accountable. The blood on the outside was a sign that there's a believer on the inside. The first scripture to us today says, For we, but I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is, hallelujah, the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, somebody say believeth Believeth. to the Jew first his own and also to the Greek everybody else for therein oh my gosh there is the righteousness of God revealed his righteousness is revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith. I'm starting a series today, The Secret Place. The sermon today is You Already Know. I need y'all to look at your neighbor with all the swag you got, give him the light skinned face.
1: I need y'all
0: <laughs> put on that Step Curry filter. Just gonna... Look at your neighbor and be like, come on, man. You already know. You already know. Y'all ain't got no swag. Tell somebody else. You already know. You feel me? (laughs) I'm not ashamed of Jesus. He changed my life. Only way you can still be ashamed of what God has done in your life is if you still want to be associated to your former life not judging anybody here i don't know anyone and I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong i know coach i'm not saying any of that but it's kind of like getting married and keeping your old last name wow. i ain't saying you wrong hey Vanessa williams johnson good i'm glad to keep your last name i ain't mad but i'm just i'm just just let's just say that why would you want to keep your old last name unless you still want to be identified by some as who you used judging you do your thing Renee Williams Johnson's (laughs) more however many last names you got it's fine but we keep that so we can still be identified by who I was before I married this guy and subsequently consequently to our own demise we treat our marriage with God the same way so now I'm you know tie fornicator Christ Ty liar Christ. Because I still want the people that know me like that to know, yeah, I made some additions, but not changes. God is not meant to add to your life, He's meant to change it. I thank y'all for clapping, y'all mature Christians right there. Let me just ask you: is anybody glad he changed it? if you were doing a great job anyway yeah. so it's the power the gospel that realization that Jesus changed my life Jesus died for my sins Jesus is the reason why I'm redeemed Jesus is the reason why I have access to God in all things godly Jesus is the reason I have peace that reality is the power of God not to everyone who hears But to everyone that believes, ladies and gentlemen, I know this is not the first sermon you've heard. Which sermon have you believed? I need to talk to y'all this morning. We're going deep, y'all. We're going to the secret place. Let's not do this surface stuff. Let's go in. What sermon have you believed? Okay, let's talk about it. And it says you go... It says, to everyone that believeth. ETH means what? Continually. ETH on the suffix of the word means continually. So this gospel has power in the lives of those who continue to believe it. <laughs> Whoa! Because on one level I believe I'm saved. Hey, I'm saved. Oh, sickness hit me. I gotta believe again. Y'all. I believe again, I'm healed. Woo! Poverty hits me. I gotta believe again that He supplies all of my needs. Y'all not with me according to His riches and glory. Boom! I'm provided for. Then every time something else hits you, you better believe it. That's why salvation is not a one day thing, it's a right now thing. You gotta keep believing. I'm like, you don't let your faith wear out. You gotta believe again. You got saved and you're wearing out and you're running on fumes. You're not believing it. I don't even know that's a word, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Believe it. Look at your neighbor and say, believe again. believe again. Somebody shout, I'm a, I'm a believer. Say it again, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. There is a relationship. You good?
1: Go ahead. Say it, say it, love, say it. Yeah, we one flesh right here. Test, okay. So I felt the need to say, when sometimes we don't know when we're not believing, but God showed me this week to me that I had a struggle with belief, not faith. There's a difference. Um, so our belief, our unbelief is when we believe anything outside of what God says about us. So it's not like, I, you, you, you're thinking I don't have faith, but faith is, is something different. He said if you have faith of a mustard seed, the size of that. Faith it is acts,
0: the action. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Faith without works Correct. is dead. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but belief is anything you think about yourself that the Bible says opposite of. So, I'm a dummy. I'm stupid. I'm, I'm this. I'm that. That's called unbelief. So I just wanted to share that with you. Like, it's not faith. We're not talking about faith here. We're talking about belief. So anything, any thought, anything that's outside of what the Bible tells us to think or know, that's called unbelief. Okay? Amen.
0: And y'all see why she's my pastor. You jumped the gun, though. I'm going to say that later on in in my next, you know what I'm saying? You you, you know what I mean? Like, you already know. (laughs) There is a relationship between reason and faith. This faith that we believe in Christ is is intelligible and it's reasonable. It's not a leap into the dark. God never calls us into the darkness. He calls us out of the darkness... Into the marvelous light. So our faith in Jesus is not just some whimsical, a, a dark place where we're like confused, but maybe... No, 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 no. It's reasonable and it's intelligible. It makes sense. Because uh, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You, you got to know this for argumentative reasons. The, the, re, the faith that we have in Jesus, our faith in Jesus is supported, number one, by solid historical evidences. I'm, I'm setting this up. So if y'all don't get nothing today, come to my, come on. The, the, the faith we have in Jesus is supported by real hardcore evidence and truths like miracles. <laughs> Signs and wonders. Miracles support our belief in Jesus and the testimonies of the witnesses. I would doubt God, but there's an old song. (laughs) There's there's an old song. There's an old song. It says, you can't make me doubt him. Never mind. You can't make me doubt him in my heart. It says, you can't make me doubt him. I know too much about him. I almost would doubt God had it not been for the witnesses. Can I get a witness? I said, "Live." can I get a witness? Has he brought you out? Has he made a way? Has he provided for you? I, I can't go down that list. Has he healed your body? So it's not a lie, and it's not something no one else has ever experienced. It's intelligible faith. Supported by historical evidences and the witnesses. That's why the Bible says when you get the Holy Ghost, you'll be a witness. You'll be witnesses unto me. Let's keep it going. But the Bible instructs us to love the Lord with all your strength, all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. So we come to church and leave our brain at home, and we just... no intelligence you just run around the church because it feels good and the music is high and the lights is flashing but the bible says sing in the spirit and sing with an understanding the, the bible is not scared of your brain i'm about to the bible is not scared of your thoughts and we keep god out of our thought realm because it's so crazy in there We don't want him to see it, but we don't realize he knows all. The Bible says he knows your thoughts are far far off. So it's a very intelligible faith. That's what I'm saying. Love the Lord with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. The reason why this world I, I, was, I was doing a, 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 a reading and a study of uh, Professor R.C. Sproul, Sproul. Okay, thank you. <laughs> He's a theologian that I really, really love. A lot of what I'm going to say uh, is, out of that, is out of his teachings. I just want to say that on the forefront because I might not say quote, unquote, but okay. I'm tired, y'all. I've been up since 5 o'clock this morning. I flew in from D.C., Let, DC, anybody from DC in here? Okay, all three of y'all, I love you so much. Thank you. The reason why this world has a challenge believing in God could stem from what theologians call the noetic effects of sin. Look it up. N-O-E-T-I-C. Almost like poetic, but it's noetic. The noetic effects of sin. Go with me for a minute, y'all. I know we don't like bringing our brain to church. Uh, we just like, come on, and, and hey, hey, hey. We like that, but just, just. You're not transformed by the renewing of your praise. You're not transformed by the renewing of your worship. You're transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that will transform your worship. Y'all now y'all But you already know Noetic effects of sin this is the effect and impact that sin in General and the original sin in particular has on the mind of fallen humanity The noetic effect of sin is the effect that sin has on the minds of fallen humanity It's the sense in which the faculty of thinking with which we reason has been seriously corrupted and damaged through the acts of sin the the effect and impact that sin has on us is so severe that all humanity is born in it i'm setting something up y'all with me right so this is to say that this is to say that in our natural condition in our unregenerate state there is something seriously and dramatically wrong with our thinking process because of the severe hit we took we took in the garden from the garden to the Holy Land today there's been a severe dysfunction in the way we think this is the first two scriptures we're well, not the first this is 16 and 17 Verse 18 through 20 says this. The wrath of God. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, chill. What's up? You just said we go from faith to faith, glory to glory. The next verse. The wrath of God, uh uh-oh, is being revealed from heaven against all the ungodliness. This is Romans 1, verses 18 through 20. Against all the godlessness, I'm sorry, and wickedness of all people. So the wrath of God. I'm not condemning y'all. Just stay with me. It's going to get good. The wrath of God is being now revealed or seen against all godlessness and wickedness of people. Who? uh Uh-oh. What do they do? So what does godless and wicked people do? What does godless and wicked people do? What does godless and wicked people do? I'm glad the Bible keeps going. This is what they do. Whoa. Who sur- now go back in the name of our God. <laughs> the wickedness of the people who what who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Oh, since, since what may be known about uh-oh. what may be known about God is plain to them. because God has made it so plain to everybody that He's real. Well, what about the person who never heard a preacher? God. I'm about to run. Has made it plain. Well, what about Indonesia? They don't have Bibles. God. Has made it plain to them because God made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen. Being understood. So you get it. You already know. And God knows you understand because he sees your heart. Okay, so God can say you understand. People can be like, well, maybe they got it. Maybe they didn't got it. Like, they know. Where's that pad at? DG, did you do the pad for me? Y'all did it? Where is it? Because I'm going to be just hitting this every once in a while. Can you bring it up? How far can it come? Bring it on, bring it, bring it just right, right here. My little pad, don't worry about it, don't worry about that, don't worry about that. His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made. So you know God is real because trees exist. You know God is real when you see, when you go to the beach in your little skimpy I'm sorry, in your swimwear. So is this in your heart? You don't know yet? Let me know. So that people are without. I know it's going to get quiet. I thought counterculture was tough. This might be a little... People are without excuse. I didn't have no dad growing up. No excuse. Right. Oh, bye, bye, I, I was adopted. I was raped. Now we're sensitive to all of these things. Let me park it. Just because we're screaming "no excuse," I don't want you to be in one of these categories. I yell and be like, "They don't." We're sensitive, but it doesn't stop you right. Right. from intellectualizing that God is real because right. right. you already know. Oh, we going in. I'm good? Let me see what it say. your heart, know Some guy on there said, in your heart, you know that God is real. That's what happened. In your heart, you know that God is In your heart, you know that God is real. You know that In your heart, you know that Y'all not ready for me this morning. I'm about to be your DJ and your pastor. And one. Y'all don't ain't ready for me this morning. Please, look at your name and say you already know. The next one says, so don't front on what you know is true, right? What you know is true because right now God is watching you. Look at it one more time. Some of them follow what you know is true. Find out what you love, because right now God is watching you. i are not ready for me this morning. They're not ready for me this morning. And say stop playing I know you've been left to the side I know you've been kicked to the curb I know you've been betrayed I know you've been let down I know you got dealt with the wrong hand in life but that's no excuse to doubt that God is real and that he's able Woo. we fall on hard times and then that's an indication that he's less real It's okay. It's all right. I heard y'all screaming. like, it must be falling. <laughs> <laughs> he said it up again for me, Caleb. Make sure it's, uh, <laughs> Let me get y'all out of here. We got 10 minutes. I'm just setting this up. I know, this is going to take a while to uh, unpack. The wrath of God is being revealed now. After he says, we're not ashamed of the gospel. That's like the blood on the doorpost. That's counterculture. We don't do things everybody else's way. We live this way. We was talking about holiness. Y'all remember this? Be holy, be separate, be other, for the Lord your God is holy. That means I don't engage myself in everything everybody is doing. Sometimes it's not as fun. Sometimes you look out the window of a mansion in in the shed of the world and say, wow, I wish I was in that small, little, ugly, beat-down shed where everybody else is. It's, It's dysfunctional, but everybody else is there. It's wrong, but everybody else is there. So you're looking out the window of a privileged palace, desiring to be in a pitiful pit. But today we're snatching you out. Today, be holy. Come out, because if you don't, this, the wrath of God is being. Re- I'm not scared. I'm not trying to scare none of y'all. I don't believe none of y'all are wicked or evil. Oh Jesus! Security, make sure I go right out at the service today. God bless you. He said, the theologian said, the atheists. Invited him to do a dissertation at one of their events atheists people who do not believe God exists at all He said, I don't know why you invite me here He said before I start Your problem with God he said I want you to know first of all You already know Your problem with the existence of God is not that you cannot intellectualize it you see birds giraffes You see caterpillars, you see, how many different species of anything is it? I don't care what kind of big bang happens in the universe, ain't no way. And let's look at the word universe, unit one versus something spoken. So somebody gotta speak the universe into existence. We treat the universe like it's the highest, you know I see celebrities, and if the universe wants you to have it, well who spoke the universe? You can't like the verses of my song and not like. That's my verse. That's an expression to me. So how could you love? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I'm sorry. So the people are without excuse. <laughs> are y'all getting this? I love it. I'm taking my t- oh, I'm not taking my time. It's plain. He said the atheist problem is not with the existence of God intellectually. You know, you can tell. But your problem with God is a moral issue. It's not that you can't understand that a God exists. You just despise the God that does. This is in our noetic fallen stature. This is the noetic effect of sin in our lives. So we're all born disproportionate against this God. And it's not really him. We would like to have a God taking care of us like a genie and a lamp and all that. But his ways is like, what? The Bible says we are hostile in our nature against the ways of God. It says the flesh is enmity against the spirit. Perfect hatred. Pure hate. Not I like it a little bit, but just only on Sundays and Wednesdays. No, your flesh Hates that you're here Which is why most of us get our best sleep In ch- Some people just Your flesh just break down You just out Your flesh will rather pass out Than almost listen to a word Because it knows you'll be free It knows you'll have authority It knows you'll have power over it Look at your neighbor and say Wake up Get up. This ain't the time to sleep. This is the time to stay woke. This is the time to hear God. This is the time. Oh, God. Ha. Okay. (laughs) You can't stand the God that you already know exists. The New Testament tells us that because of their hostility and their corrupt, natural, mental condition to the things of God, that by nature, we do everything we can to suppress And repress whatever revelation God gives us of Himself. Thank you.
1: (laughs) the you the
0: The New Testament tells us, I'll say it again, that because of our hostility and our corrupt mental condition to the things of God because of our hostility against the things of God in our original nature we do everything in our power to suppress any revelation that God gives us he'll give you revelation at Starbucks but if you're already hostile you suppress it God and wicked people suppress the truth oh, yeah. Yeah. you can be in hard times you know God is able <laughs> get a doctor's report you know God can heal <laughs> just hostile and prideful arrogant in our nature it's nasty For, although, next scripture, here we go. I'm moving it quickly, and I'm done in five minutes. I'm just going to stop. I'm not done by the stretch, but I'm going to stop. For although they knew God, hold on, take it back. One scripture, hold on. The wrath of God is being revealed against all the godless and wicked. Godless and wicked. Next one, they knew God. I ain't gonna hit it. y'all. Already know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Somebody rolled their eyes. That's why I know they was like, oh. though they knew God, all the wicked knew God knew. He could be so suppressed that you don't know him anymore. Oh, here we go. Okay, I'm sorry. Although they knew God, they neither glorified Him as God nor gave thanks to Him. Atheists, non-believers, you're not saved. I don't care if you ain't saved. Let everything that has breath, not salvation, not a church membership, let everything that's breathing praise the Lord. I don't know oh, I don't care if you're not into the church thing, but if you're breathing right now, open your mind. Open your mouth and give him praise right now. Don't be stubborn. Don't be don't suppress it. Don't do it. Give him the glory. Jesus. Here we go. Although they knew God. They didn't glorify him. Another version says they didn't honor him. If I'm your father. Where's my honor? So while you knew God, let me just keep it moving because I'm trying to break something down that I'm a, I could do later. You didn't honor him or give him thanks. Thanksgiving is a big deal to God. You just sit down and just eat. Yo, you saw, yo, you see um, uh, Kawhi going to Clippers, right? Crazy. No thanks. Not just not just over food just thanks when was the last time you told God thank you. it's a big deal to him how many times you gonna hold the door open for your boo and she don't say nothing all right babe just give me one thank you and I'll do it for six more years how many times are you gonna provide for your kids and they not say a letter to you with gratitude. I knew I'd get y'all on that one. <laughs> That's right. Listen, wake up. Listen. Thanksgiving is a big deal to God. He's not the one that puts food on your table. He's not the one that makes sure you got money. He's, not. He's the one that every ever, in him we live. moving up. You can't even pinpoint what he does for you. Sometimes I sit and I watch my my wife sleep, like, oh my gosh. Like God, you working her heart, her heart is still working, the valves are still, the blood is still running in her brain. Oh my god, her nerves are still. I'm just like, yo, you she's functioning because of you. I know this is small to y'all like, man, I ain't never come back. Somebody just say thank you, Jesus. And I don't like doing this, but it's people who are worse than you. I don't like saying that too much, because this side might be worse than that. So I don't like saying that. But they be like, go to the hospital. Go look at the people. You ain't got to do that. Just when I, think of the, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, I ain't got to go to the hospital. I ain't got to go to the orphanage. I ain't got to go to the halfway house. I ain't got to go to the prison. But my soul cries out hot. Somebody shout hallelujah. All right, all right, all right. right, Okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. So they didn't glorify him nor did they give him thanks. But their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts was darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images. Made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. We rather, where where, where is it? Is it the next one? No. We will find anything else to give attention to. So you exchange the glory of God at Christmas for an image that looked like Santa Claus. Not y'all, I'm talking about the culture. We exchange God's glory for even our Easter bunny that never laid eggs in his life but we all are on board as a culture because as long as it ain't Jesus because we are hostile against the ways of God but I came to break the hostility this morning I came to break the walls of, of unfruitfulness and barrenness off your minds this morning and I command you to be free in the name of Jesus If you're free, let the redeemed of the Lord say. All right, I said so much. It's so this is gonna be so good, y'all. I'm taking my time. So you knew God. But when you don't glorify and give God thanks, your brain becomes futile. And you think you're wise. But you look as dumb as I do right now. You exchange the glory of God for anything else but him. He said, okay, let me just keep going. Okay. Look at the next scripture. It says, lo, this only have I found. God made every man upright. He made everybody But man has sought out many inventions. Other translations skate around the idea of we seek out many ways to be wicked. Many inventions to go against his ways. We find parallel truths as long as it's not his lane. We seek it. We sought out many inventions. Just because it's a fallen state doesn't mean non-believers do not have the ability to think. We still think. We still reason. Just not according to God. The Bible says that... I'm closing. The Bible says... That they begin to worship the creature rather than the creator. But you already know. So you're being deliberate about your denial. It's not ignorance, it's hostility. And your fallen nature, thank God we're saved. But this is the nature that keeps attempting to rise up in you, that hostile. Thing. Yo, do you go to church? You, man, why are we? Ho- Nobody's hostile against Allah, Buddha. Hey, all right, we consider all these. Oh, is that right? Oh, I, I didn't know the. We consider all these other religions and practices, even voodoo. Right. That's right. right. Nobody's hostile, and voodoo is a deliberate, like curse initiating ritual Nobody's hostile against that Jesus It must be something about it must be it must be something about the name I like when I ruffle feathers when I say Jesus that means that got power I say Buddha you wave at me. I say uh, you wave, But when I say when somebody open your mouth and say the only name that has power say Jesus. Say it loud, Jesus! Why such hostility? Why? Why? Let me say this in my for real, for real closing. No, for real, for real. And thank y'all for coming, and thank y'all for staying. And after this, we're going to pray. Please do not walk. We'll be getting out of here soon. It's a very big distraction when a lot of people walk at the same time. I know you're trying to catch your... You know, Chick-fil-A, well, that's closed. (laughs) Just give us a few minutes. You don't have to have the Holy Ghost to get a PhD in mathematics. So your mind can still reason. Your mind can still be intelligent, right? So your mind can still, even in its fallen state, you can still follow formal argumentation to a degree, you can still get knowledge and understanding to a degree, watch this, but that degree ends where discussions about God's character begins. The smartest, most brilliant person in the world could impress you with all of their technology and everything that they came up with, and you see Tony Stark and he's like, rest in peace, uh, Tony uh, Stark. Rest in peace, rest in peace, Iron Man, we love you. Thank you for your years of entertainment that you've given me and my family. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's bless God for Tony Stark. He's not here anymore, but we love him. If you didn't see the movie, I'm sorry I spoiled it. Oh, wow, you should have been so. I done came back out. I'm closing. The the smartest, most brilliant people in the world will stumble at the subject the character of God and Jesus, because that's where the bias and the hostility is the most severe. If a person begins their pattern of thinking at the outset, come here my love, just let everybody know I'm, I'm done. If you begin a pattern of thought at the outset by refusing to acknowledge what you already know, if you're going to approach anything with the, with, the, with the thought process, relationships, what do I think about relationships? What do I think about business and making money? What do I think about marketing and Instagram? What do I think about boyfriend and girlfriend? What do I think about marriage? What do I think? If you start any thought process denying what you already know, it says, If you start that with the rejection of your knowledge for God, the more brilliant they are thereafter And the more consistent they are thereafter, the further away from God Their reasoning will lead them Brilliant minds Stumble at the subject of Jesus Because they so aggressively and hostilely gone against it consistently to the point where their wisdom is foolish. I already started this journey not acknowledging God. I'm five years married. I mean, we're going through it, but you know what I mean? No. How in all thy ways acknowledge him. He will direct that path. I want to start this series of The Secret Place by letting you know you already know. If I say something you never heard, and you'd be like, whoa, that's true. How do you know it's true? Because you got a secret place where God is meeting with you. Oh, I ain't, we ain't open it yet. But I just want to encourage you and just let you know that you already got it and you already know. And this is why Jesus comes in, to break that hostile wall against the ways of God so that we can have liberty and freedom and access to all the things of God. You can't get healing if you're hostile against him. You can't have joy and money and provision if on the onset, on the outset, you're you're hostile against his ways. Who says I can't? Who says I can't? If you're hostile against the ways of God, you are denying. I just want to hold your hand so I can shut up. You are are denying the greatest life you can ever live. It's called abundant life. I come that you might have life and that more abundantly. Let's not reject it. Let's embrace it. Clap your hands for Jesus. Let's stand, y'all. We're going home. Don't walk, stand. Don't walk, stand. Don't walk, stand. Do not walk, stand. At this part of the service, I wish I was a mean bishop. Sit down. Lock the door. I wish. Because they get respect for some reason. I'm up here with shiny chucks on. Y'all, are like, man, that little boy. Let me go ahead and go home. Nah. Respect. Let's respect. I respect you. You respect me. My love.
1: Yes. Um, I'm feeling in my spirit right now to talk about something supernatural. Pastor brought up how even in America, it's okay to do voodoo and stuff like that. And um, I had a a, a couple of dreams this week, but um, I wanted to tell y'all one, it was about a year ago, probably about two years ago, I received a gift from someone here. And in that gift bag, was something, I guess from a, it was used, and it was like maybe from a consignment shop. Vintage. Vintage, or something. And when it was bought to the house, I seen the bag sitting on the table, and um, I didn't know what was in the bag, but as soon as I walked out my room and saw this bag sitting on the table, I don't know if I got a little offended, I said, where did that come from? It was like a happy birthday bag, you know, it was something like, it didn't say happy birthday, but it was like a gift bag. And I, I just, as soon as I saw it, I was like, where did that come from? And my husband was like, oh yeah, one of the guys put it in the trunk, you know, somebody gave it to you, and I just bought it back and put it on the kitchen counter. And all, that whole time I was like, I wasn't settled with that bag being in my house, but I didn't know why. And so, I, after once you left, you had to leave that day. And so I said, let me look through this bag, and let me see why I'm feeling so weird about it. So I pulled out some, a few, th- some things were new, but it was this one old thing in there. It's like a I can't tea kettle or something, it was old. And so I'm like, maybe this is why I'm a little, yeah, like off off put about this this gift. So I'm like, it's okay, you know, somebody gave it to me, thank you, Lord, or whatever. So that night I went to sleep. Well, I thought I was going to sleep that night, but I was tormented all night long by the devil. All night long, all night long. Now I have been through torment when I was young, from a teenager till like my mid-twenties, almost every night for about 10 years. So I know all about the supernatural, the demons. I talk to them. People even come to me and- Not
0: talk with them, like cool with them. them,
1: But against them.
0: I just wanted to let them know that, go ahead.
1: (laughs) Against them. Yep, against them. I didn't hang out with them. Um, So I had already been kind of open to stuff like this, but it, and so it was, Back in the day, it became a little bit overwhelming, so I asked God to just, whatever this is, I don't want this gift anymore. I think I mentioned, I don't remember if I mentioned to, it to you yeah, before. Probably. Yeah, but I, I i was so tired of feeling tormented and all of that, so I said, God, I'm done. I don't want, whatever this gift is, if it's a spiritual gift, I just don't want anything to do with this. And it, and I, I immediately, I had been going through it for about 10 years, he knows it literally stopped that day. And I hadn't had any type of tormenting yet, no, I'm talking about the years ago. So it stopped that day. Well, it had been 10 years since. And when I got that gift, that was the first time again in 10 years that thing came back. So I'm like, so all night long. So I'm thinking, um, maybe I should have did this. So I'm thinking of people coming to my, maybe I should have prayed for this person or maybe, so I always try to figure out why I'm so open or why is the enemy so easily coming at me while I'm asleep? So all night long, I'm like, okay, I'm praying for this person. I'm thinking about this. Well, maybe it's this and maybe it's that. So I've tried to go back to sleep and I was tormented again all the way till the breaking of day, till morning. So normally by morning, these things, they stop. But this time for the first time, it didn't. So I'm still still fighting about six in the morning. It's daytime, I'm like, man, normally this is over. I done rebuked this, I done did this and that. And it's still in my house. So I'm not going to go through the whole thing. So finally, about 8 o'clock in the morning, something said, go to that bag. Something. God said, go to that bag. There's something in that bag that's, that's tormenting you. And I, I love everybody in here, right? And I'm saying this out of love. But I wanted to bring up that spirit you're talking about, like voodoo and people thinking that's okay. I don't know if we have witches in this place, I don't know if we have warlocks, I don't know what y'all practice, but I want y'all to be free today. At first I was upset about it and I said, I'm gonna go to this person and I'm gonna tell them, don't ever, you know, da 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 but maybe they, didn't, they don't understand. And um, as far as people that from other countries that practice things that think they can be a Christian and a, a witch at the same time, no, none of that's good, guys. And all of this thing is gonna, do, all of these things, all of these demons and all of that, that tormented me, I'm sure it torments you but you gotta understand that the word of God is true. Don't think that you can do both. What, what does the Bible say about it? What does he say about it? You can't do both, okay? So when that, that kettle or that little thing was on my counter, the Lord said, get rid of it, throw it in the trash. Throw it away. So I I, 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 I threw it all away, I put it in the trash bag, and I, I put it in my garage, and I still wasn't settled. And I'm like, he said, no, you gotta get rid of it. Take it away. So I called my, at that time he was my personal assistant. So I normally take the kids to school. So I asked him, I'll take the kids to school and you take this trash bag to the dumpster somewhere. I don't care where you take it, but take it away. So he came that morning, he took it to the dumpster. And after that, I I took the kids to school, came back. And so God told me to anoint the house with oil. And I'm like, I don't have no anointed oil. He's olive olive oil, oil. It's just a thing. It's just by faith. It's a symbol. It's a symbol. So get that olive oil, and you anoint every single wall, every single door, everything in the house, every cal- every wall, and pray against these spirits and block it, right? So I'm doing it. I did it, I did it, I did it. OK, and I'm like, all right, Lord, you know, I pray that this work. Well, that night I went to sleep. It was the most peaceful sleep that I ever had in my life. For one, it was the spirit of God. For two, I was so tired from the night before. I didn't sleep the night before at all. But I wanted to encourage anyone who's dealing with any type of supernatural thing or think they want to dabble in anything like that, stop it. Just stop it now, because it's not its not God at all. And I want you to be healed. That's why I'm saying it's out of love. I was upset. I called my husband crying mad, said, I'm not hugging these people no more. I'm not taking gifts no more. I don't want your gifts. I don't want this. That's how mad I was that day. But then it's like, I'm showing you this so you can teach these people out of love and and let them know that, that at the end of all of this is death. They can't serve two masters. You can't serve two masters. And so I'm telling anybody that's in here who's dabbling in anything outside of the spirit of God and the spirit of truth, because they that worship him must worship him in spirit. Yeah, that's spiritual and in truth. You can't just worship him in spirit because you could be worshiping a whole lot of spirits. So you need spirit and truth. And the truth is in the word, it don't matter what you say, it matters what the word says. So I may not be talking to all of y'all, I may be talking to one person, but I'm telling you now, today is the day where you should repent. Yeah. and turn from your wicked ways turn from that it's a it's a a lot of wicked ways but that one thing i'm feeling i'm feeling led to talk about i didn't tell y'all about this for two years so if anybody in here is dealing with that do you want do you yeah let's want to pray come? yeah if y'all Deanna, are, can you come yeah, play with us it can be an old, a old family member who taught you that it can be an old friend it can be a church i had a few testimonies of women telling me when they went to other churches. They became cursed, they've been in pain for years ever since they've been in that church because you think that it's God but it's not. That's why we have to know the word. We can't go with every wind and wave and everybody that talk about God and Jesus, but if we don't know him for ourselves, we will dabble in the, the kingdom of darkness. So today, I pray that someone will be honest with themselves and come up and be free from those spirits, amen? And so I just wanted to let you know that that's no joke.
0: We invite so, you.
1: Yes, amen. yes, yes. So come down if you need prayer, if you know you had a family curse or any type of dabblings in it, I, I come down.
0: If you dabbled in free. the supernatural, but not the godly supernatural, yeah. let us pray for you for your healing, your wholeness, and your freedom today. You Don't amen. be ashamed. That's step number one to bondage being yeah. perpetuated. But let's come on. There's freedom here. Yeah. Freedom here. There's freedom here.
1: Yeah.
0: I see you. Come on, bro.
1: so father we pray you you want to
0: pray you pray for Lala
1: father we come before you all of us as your children father and we want to ask you today God that even for the people who didn't come up here today God that you would even free them in their hearts because they know Free them in their secret place father speak speak a little louder to them we know that you are still small boys but sometimes some people may need you to speak a little louder to them today and I know through my voice you're speaking loud and he just told me just now you're speaking loud enough so so obey this obey this voice right here as well so father we pray that right now you will deliver them by your Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus let your fire Touch them from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet. Father, we know that this is your love for us, Father. Yeah. We know you Hallelujah. love us and you're calling us into the light yes. right now Hallelujah. because that the end is here. The end is here. So right now we pray that these people will walk away from, from here being free and delivered yeah. by your Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! In the name of, In Jesus, the name of Jesus. We pray. Yeah. Amen.
0: Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus.